Welcome to this Thursday edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In a show today, Taylor Charlstrom will be covering some key benefits of automated monitoring for pests. And I'll have a look at regional and national agricultural news, beginning with regional ag news right after this. Bee Hero is the leading almond pollination provider. We deliver measurable and verifiable pollination outcomes for almond growers and turn a previously unquantified fingers crossed gamble into a controllable expenditure. For the first time, growers can know exactly what they are getting for their money during pollination. Bee Hero accurately evaluates your bee's pollination contribution in real time and gives you unprecedented visibility into the progress of bloom. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise, be hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP of Sales at 559-467-9699. Be Hero, Superior Bees, Superior Pollination. California leaders formally committed to an innovative new strategy to deliver conservation services to California's farmers, ranchers, and non-industrial forest land owners. By signing the memorandum of agreement, the leaders put pen to paper to take the monumental step of delivering better and more efficient conservation services to California's agriculture stewards. USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service State Conservationist Carlos Suarez, California Department of Food and Agriculture Secretary Karen Ross, University of California's President for Agriculture and Natural Resources, Glenda Humiston, and President of the California Association of Resource Conservation Districts, Don Butts, were the signatories on this formal commitment for a new day in agriculture conservation. The agreement is a recommitment to delivering comprehensive technical assistance to customers. They can now provide that set of keys to customers to open all the doors and services that the four agencies have to offer at the same time, that according to Suarez. Together, hundreds of millions of dollars are invested annually into helping agriculture stewards address hundreds of conservation activities throughout the state. But that investment starts with the legwork of analyzing and strategizing the conservation activities on a property-by-property basis. This new innovative strategy will modernize these activities for a new generation of California agriculture. The agreement will not only enhance delivery of technical assistance, it offers a greatly expanded feedback loop to prioritize and expedite UC research to ensure continuous improvement of practices, technologies, and solutions needed by California's specialty crops and diverse ecosystems, according to Humiston. With the climate crisis in front of us and the important role natural and working land play in fighting climate change, it's important that we take our technical service to a higher level, according to Butts. This agreement will bring tools and resources to the RCDs to be better able to provide high-quality services to the farmers, ranchers, and communities they serve. It's a great day for farmers and ranchers in California. Once again, that according to butts. Homegrown Organic Farms is pleased to announce an expansion of its Equitable Food Initiative, Certified Acreage and Organic Commodities, and has earned certification in the citrus category. The new acreage joins the company's fully EFI-certified stone fruit and blueberry programs, the first of which earned certification in 2020. The Equitable Food Initiative is a certification process that develops partnerships between farm and packing facility employees and their management. These connections help to create a trusting work environment Environment, while improving overall working conditions, cultivating confidence and teamwork between farm workers and management, and building an overall culture of commitment and collaboration. Homegrown organic farms embodies a true spirit of EFI going well above their 
going well beyond their standards to implement a people-centered operation that engages workers in every aspect of the operation. That according to Leanne Ruzamenti, Director of Marketing Communications for EFI. She says its commitment and recent growth with the program bring the first citrus to EFI's responsibly grown farmworker assured label, something she knows will excite socially conscious consumers wishing to identify and support the very best growers. As an ESOP, Homegrown Organic Farms has partnered with its sister company, AgriCare, to achieve the expanded EFI acreage and commodities. Together, they represent nearly 11,000 acres of EFI certified fresh produce crops. Both companies look forward to partnerships with those who share the commitment to healthier and safer conditions for farm workers and all employees throughout the supply chain. Since early November, Homegrown Organic Farms has partnered with retailers and distributors to ship EFI certified organic citrus to stores. Certified varieties including navel oranges, caracara oranges, blood oranges, clementines, tango, and gold nugget mandarins will continue shipping into the new year. The company's fully certified blueberry program will start its California berry season in mid-April. With prices continuing to rise on many items, retailers offered shoppers some relief at the register with deals on popular items like avocados, apples, mangoes, blueberries, asparagus, tomatoes, Brussels sprouts, sweet potatoes, and mushrooms. Near crop winter citrus like navel oranges, clementines, tangerines, and grapefruit from California and Texas was featured in many stores. Honeycrisp, Granny Smith, Gala, and Fuji apples were heavily advertised, and poinsettias added Christmas cheer to ad flyers. Hanukkah specials on honey, applesauce, grape juice, dates, and carrots were also offered by several store chains. Total ad numbers for last week were 284,414, a 12% increase from the prior week. The total for the same week last year was 8% higher than for this year, according to a specialty crops report in the National Retail Report. Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission. Supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together. Automated monitoring for pests is the next big step for integrated pest management in the field or orchard. While manual monitoring methods are tried and true, some growers simply don't have the manpower to continuously check for pests, especially in areas where pressures are questionable or inconsistent. Automated monitoring technologies, however, allow the grower or manager to sit back and receive precise notifications from an app that tell them what's in their field or orchard. TrapView's Jorge Pacheco explained how this process can target specific areas and keep the monitoring process efficient. The process that we use for digital monitoring of that pest is obviously done daily versus in the current state in manual systems is done maybe once a week. So from an improvement of the use of this, that, such technologies, right, we're improving the monitoring of critical pests uh, daily versus weekly. So we we're improving in the timing and the efficiency of monitoring those pests as, uh, you know, in, in different crops. As for where Pacheco is seeing the automated monitoring technologies used today. When you're looking at machine learning analytics, 
then you basically take in a lot of the operational efficiencies, you know, from not having to drive all around the areas to monitor manual traps. You'll be able to see it right on the palm of your phone, so you have actually less time to check the specific orchard, the specific fields that you're monitoring for that specific pest. So actually, you have a lot of utility from, you know, just being able to see it in a digital format in the comfort of your phone or a desktop application, for example. So we've used that, you know, in many different areas in the PNW, for example, in tree fruit for cuddly moth and apples. Uh, we're using the technology in uh, California Central Valley for NOW in almonds. Uh, so those are examples, for example, of where our technology has been used today. Important to note is that Pacheco and companies like TrapView that provide monitoring technology aren't discrediting manual methods, as obtaining numbers for certain pests still rely on these. We're not advocating that the manual systems are wrong or they don't work. They have worked for many years. The idea is to start incorporating these new technologies to really reap the operational efficiencies that we see. You know, again, better monitoring, better data to make better decisions. So you're actually saving a lot of time, money, and effort, especially if you look at, for example, in the conference that we're here today, in obviously in California for almond growers, right, in Trina, based on the state economic state of the, of the industry, those operational efficiencies are going to contribute a lot for the growers to start moving away from manual systems to a digital system that is more efficient in terms of reporting, accuracy of the data they're receiving, so that way they can make better decisions and data-informed decisions in their farms. You're listening to My Ag Life. I'm Taylor Charlstrom. There's giant potential sleeping in your soil. Under drought conditions, it's never been more important to wake it up. Phycoterra, a superior soil microbial food, activates the native microbes responsible for your soil's health and water holding capacity. Adding Phycoterra to your crop increases water retention up to 10% and optimizes crop nutrient availability. Plus, it delivers excellent mixability and application flexibility, making it easy to add to your existing crop input strategy. Visit Phycoterra.com to learn how you can wake up your soil's giant potential with Phycoterra. Dairy producers now have until January 31st to enroll for either dairy margin coverage or supplemental DMC for this coming production year. USA Ag News reporter Rod Bain has the story. Dairy producers will now have more time to consider enrollment in either USDA's dairy margin coverage or supplemental DMC for program year 2023. We're going to extend the deadline for submission of applications for DMC and supplemental DMC to give our producers time to get through year-end activities and to ensure that they're able to take advantage of this affordable margin coverage that we have to offer. Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducino says the deadline has been extended to January 31st. Last year, nearly 18,000 operations that enrolled in DMC received margin payments for August and September, totaling $76 million. They were able to purchase that coverage for 15 cents per hundredweight on their milk. More information is available at local FSA service centers or online at www.fsa.usda.gov. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C.
The Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance has congratulated the second group of organizations selected to receive funding through USDA's Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities Program. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack announced the additional funding of $325 million for 71 projects under the second funding pool of the effort. USDA received more than 1,000 proposals between two funding pools, requesting more than $20 billion in funds. The announcement brings a total investment from both funding pools to more than $3.1 $1 billion for 141 tentatively selected projects. The projects will provide meaningful opportunities for small and underserved producers to participate in innovative climate programs, according to FACA. One of FACA's key tenants is ensuring federal climate programs offer equitable opportunities for all farmers, ranchers, and forest owners. FACA supports a voluntary incentive-based approach to advance the deployment of climate smart practices on working lands. FACA consists of organizations representing farmers, agribusinesses, manufacturers, the food and innovation sector, state governments, sportsmen, and environmental advocates. The Federal Trade Commission recently finalized a consent order settling Tractor Supply Company's acquisition of rival chain Orschland Farm and Home LLC. Following a public comment period, the FTC determined the acquisition would have harmed competition among farm stores in the Midwest and South. The consent order imposes a number of requirements, including the Tractor Supply divest some Orschland stores, as well as Orschland's corporate offices and Missouri Distribution Center to Baumgars, an Iowa-based farm store chain, and other stores to Bagaya, another chain with farm stores in Missouri and Illinois. Tractor Supply Company announced it closed the Orschland Farm and Home Acquisition in October in a deal valued at $320 million. The consent agreement also requires that for a period of three years, the companies buying the divested farm stores must obtain prior approval from the FTC before selling any of the Orchland stores they acquired. USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service is accepting applications from U.S. exporters for a regional trade mission to Panama March 19th through the 23rd. FAS Administrator Daniel Whitley says this is a perfect time to increase U.S. agricultural and food exports to Central America. USDA staff and regional experts will provide in-depth market briefings while in the country. The agency will also arrange targeted business meetings with potential customers from Panama, a bilateral free trade agreement partner, and buyers from countries in the multilateral Central America and Dominican Republic free trade agreement. The region offers strong capabilities in logistics, distribution, processing, cold chain, and more. The deadline to apply to attend the trade mission is December 30th. Information is available at fas.usda.gov. Portland, Oregon's city council recently voted to phase out petroleum diesel sales and replace the product with biofuels. The policy focuses on diesel fuel, phasing in requirements for cleaner renewable fuels, with the goal of achieving 99% renewable fuel of all diesel fuel sales in Portland by the year 2030. The rulemaking process and the interim rule allows flexibility to adjust the policy based on real market conditions. While renewable fuel producers are confident that supply will be available in Oregon by 2026, the rollout timeline was extended to 2030 in response to concerns from local industry about supply and cost. City leaders say the efforts reduce dependence on non-renewable fossil fuels by increasing a required percentage of renewable fuels blended with petroleum diesel. The standard only applies to retailers of diesel fuel located within the city of Portland. Replacing petroleum diesel at the pump is one of the 43 priority actions listed in the Portland Climate Emergency Work Plan. 
Grocers will increasingly adopt strategies, including technology and mergers, to attract and keep customers and gain the upper hand over challenges that lie in wait for 2023, according to grocery artificial intelligence leader Shelf Engine. With inflation persisting at 7.7%, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, grocers will look to generate higher margins and avoid passing rising costs on to consumers. The Labor Department reports that employers are hard-pressed to fill 10.7 million openings. Grocers will seek innovative solutions to plug that gap. Despite the labor shortage, retailers will strive to cement shifting consumer loyalties by differentiating the shopping experience amidst intense competition. In the aisle ahead, Shelf Engine Grocery Outlook company leaders foresee these 10 trends disrupting the industry next year. Trend absorbing inflation. Grocers will find creative ways to battle inflation on behalf of First off, inflation. Grocers will find creative ways to battle inflation on behalf of customers. Knowing the impact of rising prices on consumers, retailers will absorb margin hits, rely on technology more in-store, and reduce costs. Pricier deliveries. Shoppers will pay more for grocery delivery with free service becoming a thing in the past in this $140 billion category. Fragmented shopping. Food prices are up just under 11% from a year ago. Consumers are stretching their dollars and are chasing value with a wider store repertoire. This fragmented shopping means more are using club stores while others are trying dollar stores or hard discount offers for the first time. Consumer connections. Brands will escalate efforts to connect consumers consumers to their mission and values. If they can show their brand satisfies crucial needs, shoppers will pay a premium even while watching spending closely. Capitalizing on differentiators. Grocers with differentiated offers will excel based on customer preferences in this hyper-competitive climate. Growing gulf. The divide between small chains and independent retailers on one hand and big chains on the other will widen. To differentiate themselves from big players, small grocers will lean in heavily to fresh and local products and generate customer experience. Increased consolidation. Consolidation of retailers of all sizes will accelerate with the $24.6 million merger between Kroger and Albertsons as an example. And technology. Food technology is a $220 billion industry and continues to grow. Grocers will turn to tech to solve issues such as the labor shortage and rising costs. Centralized ordering. It will continue to grow as changes achieve more efficiencies from a single purchasing source. Headquarters sets company-wide goals to maximize sales or margins and control financial performance with a lower range of error. If individual stores control ordering, even a small change could result in lost sales or food waste. Order automation. Computer-assisted ordering will start falling by wayside. CAO tools drain scarce staff time, introduce bias and error, and are not strong enough at forecasting demand and on-hand inventory. Instead, automated replenishment systems will take hold. Launched in 2016, Seattle-based Shelf Engine assists leading retailers at thousands of locations nationwide to grow profits, increase sales, reduce waste, and decrease labor costs. Do you know the nutrient use efficiency people? Yes, I'm talking about the folks at Verdesian Life Sciences that deliver crop insights and solutions so California crops grow to their full potential. From micros with a proprietary delivery system to solutions that help improve the uptake and assimilation of applied nutrients. Visit VLSCI.com to learn more about Verdesian solutions or to connect with a local representative right here in California. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, 
JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Net Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's, that, it's there, so they're reading it. Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. Thank you.